edition of the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jarden. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hi, Jess. Hi, Marcy. I love that you're like holding your ear earbud in your ear like you're about to hit a high note. <laughs> I know. And I feel kind of like a sports or like on a newscast where they're like, wait, I'm getting something in. Wait a minute. <laughs> This just in. I can't keep this in my ear. <laughs> my ear is not working and I can't keep this in. Um, how are you, friend? I'm good. I'm like, I think this was the, the weekend that things sort of like felt a little less dire and just sort of like boring, you know? Like, yeah. it was like, oh, I mean, everything is terrifying yes. everything is dire nothing is better but just in terms of like a managing of um of new normal you know like yeah, that, I, that piece the I, highs were less high the lows were less low I literally I guess what I would say. talked about that in therapy where I was like um you know the fear has, has subsided sadness is on its way because people are we're gonna hear bad yeah. news um but right now I'm bored and frustrated <laughs> yeah. So I'm like right in the middle of of boredom and frustration, knowing that uh, the worst is yet to come and the worst is just sad stuff like hearing yeah. about people's like relatives and, you know, you know. Yeah. So fun, right? Uh, I did say also that I was like, the only thing I'm living for these days is um, watching reality television. I need Thank to watch. God for reality television. I gotta Thank watch God. Sonia Morgan and Ramona scream and cry. I need it. I know. I didn't get to watch Housewives till today. I finally watched the New York premiere and oh my God. Thank God. And we get Beverly Hills back, I think, really soon, right? Ooh. In like a week or two. Um, um, I'm so grateful. Ver thank you, ladies. Thank you, thank drunk middle-aged for... women. Or older, <laughs> older than middle-aged women. <laughs> well, this is our first... Uh, we're on a new schedule now so if you're hearing us as soon as the episode release you're hearing us monday and it's, it's new to us we're trying to get used to what what it's like to record on a sunday yeah when we're You've been programmed just to be sleepy and dread dreadful. <laughs> That's what we were talking about before we started recording. We're like, do we have Sunday energy? What is this going to be? <laughs> we don't know what Sunday evening energy is, what? but me no no. <laughs> we might be a little kind of sleepy. Hopefully we don't not. Know. Hopefully not. Um, but um, we're going to try to bring it. We have great. I mean, the, the, ep the episode we're talking about is anything but sleepy. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's we good. We have a lot to talk about. Um, and also, I feel like we need to, I at least want to say, like, a very sincere thank you for people <gasps> yes. who showed up. Um, this past week, Marcy and I did our first Instagram Live. Um, I mean, our first Instagram Live ever for both of us, but as uh, for Kardashian-it. And it was such a great turnout. So and people fun. were lovely. And it was so funny. Like, I was high off of it for like a day because also everything has been such a weird low boil of just anxiety for the last couple of weeks. And it was such a like mainline injection <laughs> of just joy and flattery and people like saying nice things yes. and asking like really fun questions. And we had like a couple of friends pop by yeah. and like. 
it was just a thrill. Like we'd been like, oh yeah, we'll do a half an hour. And the hour went by in a blink to where it fully cut us off. <laughs> yes. Where I was like, oh, this is as long as they allow you to speak. Okay. They know that a bunch of narcissists. They know, <laughs> <laughs> they know how long we would have kept going for. Oh God. Yeah. It was very funny. We were like, we'll do it for like maybe 30 minutes. And then I was like, oh, we're blowing past. We're blowing we're past, flying. baby. We're flying. Yeah. Um, but no, a big thank you to, to everybody for listening and just for like all of the lovely feedback on the episodes and for doing that and it was just a damn blast it was fun we'll do it again i think we might do it again next week so um what what day would that be maybe like i like the wednesday did you like that jess i did like the wednesday that felt good maybe we'll do it again on the 15th (laughs) on what used to be tax day didn't we get an extension of god yeah july now Woo! hell yeah i'm hoping the federal government is complete disarray and we don't have to do it ever yeah maybe taxes are a thing of the past i don't think we pay taxes anymore (laughs) fine by me Uh, doesn't seem like they do much oh i'm not gonna go there oh Um, oh no, oh. I think I think uh, doing it again would be really fun, and we'll we'll do some promoting on our personal and on Cardition it, and Hell so yeah. I know because we got some really sweet messages from people in other parts of the world that the timing didn't work out on um and maybe there's a way to finesse that yeah um or just be sure that well, it, it lives does, on the stories it, it for stays, the 24 hours yeah. after it stays for 24 hours but it might be hard for someone to jump on over you know <laughs> um all right let's get into some news then let's if, do it if you wanna um i would love to Oh my gosh. So the most fun thing, did you see, <laughs> um, I think her name is Drita, Drita Devonzo from Mob Wives. Yes. Made like a little play-by-play commentary of the fight and it is yes. truly so funny. It's a, a lot of people sent this to us and tagged us in it. Oh. And I used to watch Mob Wives. I love Drita. Um, and I was so excited. It was like one of those people where I was like, oh yeah, Drita from Mob Wives, like someone I just have not thought about in 10,000 years. And her like low gravelly voice narrating oh, the clip. It's so... I lost it. Actually, you know what I'm going to do, guys? I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Yeah, great idea. Um, um, the thing that's so great funny. about it is that Chloe responded to it. Oh my God. She loved we it. Have, yeah, Chloe commented on the post and said, uh, I freaking love you. You are awesome. That made me laugh. Kiss face emoji. And then she wrote, Drita wrote back, love you right back. Heart, you can make believe breaking up my fights anytime. Cry face. Oh, God. Um, but it's, it's really, 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 really great. It's, I think, everybody go watch it. I hope she covered, I would love if she covered quite literally all Kardashian content. I think my favorite part of it is when she's talking for Kendall and she's like, you guys, this is crazy. I have to model tomorrow. <laughs> and I know that's what it's called, but the way she says I have to model tomorrow just makes it sound so funny. That voice is like this low, gravelly <sighs> voice is like, oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, really good. Um, well, thank you, Drita. Thank you, Drita Devonzo. Um, so speaking of the fight, so Kim was on Jimmy Fallon. And let me tell yeah. you what doesn't work in this pandemic. What? Late night talk shows. They Oh, it's a nightmare. Oh, it's so not funny. I feel bad for Jimmy Fallon. I tried to watch. I was like, okay, I, I've got to watch. I want to see what this... I didn't get to watch the Kim one, but I watched another episode last week, and it was truly like 
so nails on a chalkboard yes. and so rough. And I was just like, no, just play reruns. I don't need this. Yeah. This I don't need. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. depressing. It's, and it's like, it's worse. Honestly, like knock on wood, how, I don't know how they're doing worse than we're doing. <laughs> Like, what is it about? I don't understand. I truly don't. I don't understand how it's worse. <laughs> it's truly god awful, especially Fallon. Yes. Um, it depressed uh, me a lot. I think maybe but I didn't he, get to see this. So, he, so what did Kim do? Well, basically, she just talked to Jimmy about like what they're doing in quarantine and how they're, you uh-huh. know, what kind of fun movies they're watching. And then, you know, talked a bit about the, the fight with Courtney. And, you know, they're both pretty embarrassed about their fight it's not one of their finer moments um which is really funny that kim said that she was embarrassed because she certainly did post the very next day a throwback clip of courtney attacking chebin yeah that clip is kind of gnarly oh yeah it's essentially like chevin's like what do you do you think you don't have to it's the same fight all over again except for kim has very clearly put jonathan chevin in charge of tearing courtney down a peg so she doesn't look bad and he's so happy to earn his paycheck that day (laughs) oh my god and he really tears her a new asshole like it's really him just being like you aren't shit without kim yeah like you your whole existence is because of kim like bow down to kim basically and it's like he really cuts to the fucking heart of the matter to be honest i think that he says maybe the most insightful thing which is if you weren't running around trying to suck money out of kim's asshole what would you be doing (laughs) would you be uh waiting for scott outside of a club (gasps) oh oh i like i don't know what i was shocked by how like um turnt he was in that clip like i it definitely is how i feel a lot like i understood his pov on it but I was just like, damn, he's got like burning anger towards oh, yeah. her. He just, I guess if you're Kim's BFF and you've just had it, you yeah, know, he's got a he's riding or dying for that Kim oh. K. He knows what he did. He knows. He knows where his paycheck comes from. So uh, speaking of Courtney did not tweet about this week's episode. Yes, yes, she's, uh, I mean, we'll get to, it's hard to, like, dance around the way the episode goes. Well, this is just uh, before she, like, made an announcement. She was not going to tweet about it. No, I know, but I just mean in the way it dovetails with the end of the episode. Oh, yes, she's, Uh, yeah, I won't be live tweeting, keeping up with the Kardashians tonight. I'm spending time with my kids while they are on (laughs) spring break. I realize that a, a lot of the conversation right now surrounds my work ethic, and I feel I need to just make one thing clear. Raising children is a job as well. In fact, it's the hardest and most rewarding job that I have ever had. I don't know what other jobs he's had. Um, I've decided to put my focus on my kids and my lifestyle brand, Poosh, which is all about finding your healthy balance for living your best life. Uh, Unlikable. (laughs) This whole tweet, somebody should have told her, avoid. It is so, like, she is just digging herself in, I feel like, further and further into into this, whatever this is, this whole mood. (laughs) Oh, and then the final one was, I don't judge anyone who chooses a different route, and I hope that everyone can appreciate my choices as well. With love, Court. 
uh, I think she's just so fucking done, right? She's so done. She's, I, yes. I have so many thoughts on how exactly done she is. <laughs> well, and she, I don't think we like covered it per se last week, but we, you know, we were talking about how like she's done, but she literally tweeted that. Yeah. In, it was like in response, right? To somebody else at Courtney Kardashian, a fan wrote, on Twitter, at Courtney Kardashian just needs to quit the damn show. I'm over her not wanting to film. And she wrote back and said, I did. Bye. Period. <laughs> she is just so tortured right now. She's, it's a bad look. It's, it's a really- bad look in this moment in time, too. It's just a... It's rough. Like, the yeah. timing of all this is rough. But, um, I mean, she's at least... You know, and yeah, we'll get more into it. But at least we've rounded a corner of some kind. A decision has been made. Yes, there's. And, you know, it's really funny. Um, uh, I think the reason I even brought up Jimmy Fallon was that Kim said that they the last episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians season 18 is being filmed currently while they're in quarantine. I know. I know they're self-shooting at home. They have like little tripods set up. I can't imagine that shooting at home is going to be good in any way. No, and it bums me out to think that the finale is going to be self-shot. Like, it's just because the finale is meant to be something special, ideally. And so it's like, oh, no, left to their own devices. Like, what are they going to shoot? What is it going to look like? I mean, at least I, I think the thing if if I were to be grateful for it, the idea that of the whole season, only one episode, I guess would have to be self shot is pretty great. Uh, so that at least means there's a whole complete season. Uh, but I am very curious, like we're left to their own devices and it'll be kind of funny to see, I guess, if anything, like how they, each of them (gasps) understand self shooting. I just figured out what it's going to be. Tristan and Chloe getting back together. Oh, yeah, because he's there. He's there. They're being like, you've seen his feet show up in little Instagram stories. And Kim said, I don't know what Chloe's doing. We have I, like, I don't know what they're doing. Like she said that. So I'm like, because oh, I'm sure they've been together this whole dang time. Whole time. And I bet. Whole time. You know what I bet? I bet whenever this all hit, Chris Jenner was like, Thank God we held that back because they already had the dumb Taylor Kanye Kim scandal to lead with. And they were probably going to see how that worked with numbers. And then it worked so well. I assume I have no idea. They're like, oh, we can hold off. We got something in the bag. (laughs) And I do think it's going to be funny because like the big announcement of them being back together will be like, uh-huh okay like I, I don't think it's gonna be a bombshell well, i don't know you know you we everyone listening we are all following them we are keeping yeah. up i don't think everyone who watches the show does that that's true like i yeah. don't think everyone reads the same amount of news that we do i mean someone must or they wouldn't have so many articles but i think there are some viewers who would be like oh genuinely surprised possibly oh for sure for sure especially because it's all just speculation right now and it's not confirmed 
it's just gonna it's just been such a long time in the making and especially the idea that i think the trailer for next or the teaser for next week's episode is like we gotta find chloe of date and it's like okay so i know we're gonna have to go down this path we're gonna have to like go down the path of like chloe's single who's she gonna date it's very she even made some comment in this week's episode like oh that's the most action i've gotten in months yeah okay we get it we get it it's very funny whenever you see them pulling chris and MJ into a storyline it makes you think about when when someone like Fallon or Ellen or Jimmy Kimmel when Jimmy Kimmel gets like um uh Jennifer Lawrence to fill in for him where you're like yeah wait this is not the same thing at all (laughs) (laughs) this is weird that they're here they clearly don't understand and they're talking too much (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait the only thing I got really excited about is MJ's wig looks huge (laughs) wow yeah she's it you know what Courtney I will say she can do whatever she wants with her life however how rude of her to leave the show and then bring out your grandmother, who's very clearly not doing well. She well, she's just so old. She's it's like she's so, so old. If she can do a, a if she can do more actual work than you. <laughs> okay okay oh my gosh uh so then in quarantine i saw this picture it was it was cute uh kai or kendall sorry kendall was spotted going for a drive um in like a very cool very cool i'm not like a vintage car person i don't really know or understand vintage cars but there's a picture of kendall driving like a vintage like this really beautiful pale purple vintage car um like a convertible and so is the idea that the guy with her is her is her dude well that's that guy Phi that's always around and they're they've been quarantining together we've seen them together on instagram stories so we know that they're locked down together but beside them is harry styles on a motorcycle (laughs) what a weird little outing what What? a funny little to do how weird just so her ex-boyfriend uh, Harry Styles like pulling up I guess that's if you live in a fancy rich person neighborhood that's just how it is I bet we'll see more of that I bet it'll just be yeah like weird little clumps of celebrities like I saw one today on just Jared that was like a socially distanced walk where it was like Steven Spielberg and Kate Capshaw <laughs> at like six feet di- distance from uh, Michael E. Kelly and Michelle Pfeiffer, <laughs> like walking so around weird. Palisades. That's so <laughs> weird. Like, I guess, yeah, people just, if we're walking by and visiting our friends on stoops, like uh, David E. Kelly and Michelle Pfeiffer got to say hi to Steven Spielberg and Kate. But it's just so weird for some reason seeing like little quarantine buddies because it kind of, I guess, implies like, either people who just happen to live very close to you and or people who you really miss who are like close to you um and that sort of is what needs to make the cut like it's just not a time for acquaintances i think you know yeah so it's just sort of like oh i guess yeah kendall and harry and fi out for an afternoon why not (laughs) just a weird what what weirdness um what weird time let's and then speaking of of being quarantined we had been we were pontificating mm-hmm, about this because mm-hmm. the question was i don't remember if we did it on the podcast or it was just while we were we, chatting with trish we did i think we 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 questioned like 
what happens during quarantine, basically, to the uh, all these women with their hair and lashes and nails and all their beautifying treatments that we know require uh, people to be doing them for them. Yes. Um, and so it was a question of like, if we're going to be peeping like at their nails staying long and gorgeous and all the stuff. So apparently Kylie at least has come out saying she's going without. She did like a what she did like a thing with Stassi, right? Like an IGTV with Stassi uh, and was basically uh, yeah, an IG live session and she wore her natural hair that she did herself using a Dyson styling product. <laughs> yeah. I think it's that really expensive uh, like curling thing that like, you know, like it curls your hair with air. Oh, I've seen com- I feel like, like maybe I've seen commercials for it or something. You've seen Jen Adkins with it. I was going to say I've seen sure. Jen Adkins cuz oh, she's yeah. like the ambassador of it. It's a $500 um, curling brush. Oh my god. I had no idea. I'm not in the st- the heated styling tools game, well, so you're I don't a natural mermaid. Uh mermaids That's... can't be styling their hair underwater. <laughs> Only cuz they don't know how. Well, they would get electrocuted. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but Kylie basically showed off like natural hair that she did herself was meant to believe and then also natural nails which were not totally short but shorter than her normal long nails and she was like joking about her, you know, feeling uncomfortable and saying that she's uh, you know, my nails didn't even need to be taken off, but this is such a good time to just take your hair out and your nails out, no lashes. And then Stassi said, we're just natural queens. And Jenner said, <laughs> so natural. I like them laughing about how insanely unnatural they are. I this think that's funny. This is why I want, I want more Stassi, more Stassi baby. Give me the Stassi baby. Give us Stassi baby. We're on board. Yeah, I can fully go in for that um that's very funny we all know they have someone chained up in their little calabasas basement absolutely then a billionaire is not gonna not like it's just not gonna happen like I, I do believe though that if there's anything they can kind of pull together themselves it is a look like in a yes, pitch for sure for sure for sure but i just am very curious for all of them peeping their hair nails lashes seeing if they emerge looking different uh, yeah. will be very depending how long it goes on for basically um so how they manage it this is very funny so we talked last week about mason disick getting on oh tiktok getting on instagram live He's talking about Kylie. He's telling, he's dispelling rumors. And he also <laughs> talked about Jeffree Star. I find this so bizarre. Yeah, this like, whole thing. It was so weird that he said that, um, like someone asked him who his favorite beauty YouTuber is, which is a really strange question to ask a 10 year old boy, but I don't know how life works for children anymore. So me either. So Mason says, quote, I don't really watch makeup YouTubers. But I think James, uh, in quotes, Charles, he's really nice because Jeffree Star is like a spoiled, is like spoiled AF. And so (laughs) this prompted Jeffree Star to comment back, to clap back at a 10 year old boy and a little boy because someone tweeted uh, uh nola the journalist uh tweeted now mason D- disick has done another live and threw some shade at jeffree star by calling him quote spoiled lmao who knew 2020 was a year he would start to become my favorite car jenner kid and jeffree star responds <clears throat> 
I had $500 in my bank account six years ago. Maybe he's confused with his own privilege versus mine being self-made. Hopefully his father can educate him soon. Just a star for a Jeffrey. What? An actual unhinged person. I gotta say, I have known who Jeffree Star is. I don't watch his, I don't watch his shit. But I've known who he is for a long time. And I find him so off-putting and just always have. I yeah. think he sounds like a nightmare. He's mean. I, the whole yeah. the whole thing. Uh, and like I'm maybe I, I'm not familiar with his YouTube and his makeup brand. I know he's built a huge thing. Uh, but God, he just feels like the whole it's yuck. Like yeah. he just feels like such a negative, gross <laughs> person. No. I'm not going to say that maybe a 10 year old couldn't offend me. I Absolutely. Just, I mean, maybe, it's a crazy I, comment from a child, no matter what. But spoiled AF isn't the worst thing a kid could say. But I would maybe to you be like, that kid sucks. Fuck that kid. Yes. <laughs> but to I, go on public media and like to like clap back at a child when you are a multimillionaire, successful like he's a very I just out of curiosity looked him up. He's worth seventy five million dollars. Like he's really rich. <laughs> well, six years ago he only had five hundred dollars. I think the self made thing was sort of a comment about Kylie's self made billionaire status. Yeah, this is they have like a long history. Long you history. Like there's I did not realize there was so much back and forth with like Jeffrey and the makeup lines yes. and the family and like nagging uh kylie's brand a makeup brand uh kkw beauty like doing reviews of them but then also like giving positive reviews and being well, friendly with them like what a dance yeah it seems like if they say something nice he'll say something nice if then he'll say something shitty then someone will be like they took him off a press list then he really went hard and then also because kylie did that then he was much nicer to kim it's just like actual like some true like just petty pettiness which i love but i, I don't mean, i don't know him I, none so i think youtubers like in this world like the jeffrey charles and the like or sorry um james charles and jeffrey star and like from i do not follow this world of these like makeup youtubers but i gotta say they are like next level reality tv stars like they bring drama like i when i have dipped in it is like it is catastrophe level reality TV style. Like what goes on between these beauty bloggers and uh, YouTubers and it's making them all really rich. So, I mean, it's clearly like a recipe for success, but I just, I, I make, it makes me feel old and far away and confused. Like, why are we yelling at a child? <laughs> it's so funny to yell at, to be, he has since deleted it, but Okay. But you can't delete anything on the internet, guys. No, you can't. And they know that, though. But, like, everyone knows that, too. So it's like, it's meant to look like you thought better of it, but you still said what you said. You you said what you said, and it can't be unsaid. Um, Are we worried about Mason, though? Like, like, this is now in a short window of time. He is, like, 
he is like finding lots of ways to speak publicly. Are we worried about what a huge star he's going to be? Um, <laughs> maybe. Are we worried he's going to overshadow every woman? He's going to start the new patriarchy? Maybe I'm worried about that. I'm here for Mason Disick. He speaks the truth. He gives you a real dose of reality. He because he, he's a can-do guy. <laughs> I love this. You came in ready. You have a take on Mason and I love it. I think I think I agree. <laughs> you know, he's not the most charming of the children. We know that Rain is, but with Mason, like it's going to be like Kim and Chloe, you know, like we're going right. to get that. We're going to get I, I'm assuming he Chris is already working on his reality oh, show. Oh, 100%. I'm sure Chris has been behind this whole thing even. Absolutely. Um, so we have fake news and I say it's fake because if it comes from the mirror, which is, I think, yes. a British rag. Yes, it is. Um, then it can't be real. We all know that vetted information all goes through ear people <laughs> it's true um but it's basically claiming that chris wants kylie and travis to get back together okay. and it says quote chris doesn't want anyone jerking her daughters around she's told travis to put a ring on it and commit to a second baby kylie would never put down rules like that but she's made no secret about wanting another baby and a commitment from him and it's like hmm. do we believe Chris Jenner is like trying. I mean, I guess I could buy that maybe she wants them to get back together because people, someone would have to be truly atrocious for her to say, stay away from my daughter at oh, this for point. Sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but she's, it says she really looks up to Kim and her marriage and big family with Kanye. It's her dream. So Chris is right. He needs to commit. That's about Kylie. What? Uh, that Kylie looks like? I don't buy it. I don't really buy I don't it. Buy because it. I think we've talked about this before. I think that there's two separate things, which is like she might want Travis and Kylie to get together, get back together and have another baby. Um, I could see that. But I don't like I just don't think weddings and marriage are like a thing that Kris Jenner particularly gives a flying fuck about. Like, I yeah. just don't think she gives a shit. And I don't think most of the sisters give a shit except for Kim. I think the only way in which they might is that it's headline grabbing. Yeah. That's the only reason why. And that like, you know, Kim's wedding did beget a a, a makeup palette. <laughs> so <laughs> so every time that you have a, a anniversary or a new baby, you that's another whole branded palette right there. You've it's already got true. half the names. <laughs> Uh, I yeah I don't know I think uh, I think it's it it doesn't feel sincere from no. Chris no uh, I I could imagine some kernel being true but not yeah, the whole thing I could see her drunkenly saying anything yeah exactly <laughs> she don't care she don't um, care and then the last little thing is uh, after we record Jess and I obviously are gonna go rush over to watch the Justice <laughs> Project uh, <laughs> on Oxygen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Presented by Kim Kardashian West. Now, I, will I watch it? Absolutely. I will. I will. I'll watch it. I think it's going to be a little bummery, though. And I, don't I know. I think, I think a, it's, yeah. they've, they've like prepped us for it well. I don't think it's like, you know, some spinoff of yeah. Kardashians or anything. Like, I understand the tone. Um, 
But yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'll watch it. Yeah, basically it's Kim talking to uh, some of the inmates that she's trying to help get out of incarceration and telling their backstory and like how they got there and sort of like the... uh, like how unfair the criminal justice system is. And that, I think that's what the exploration is. Um, and it's airing uh, tonight, April 5th on Oxygen. So here's an interesting thing. Somebody messaged us about this and uh, when the teaser went up and was like uh, irritated that the whole thing is about Kim in this story. And even that it's like titled Kim Kardashian West colon, the justice the justice project and was like why isn't it just called the justice project like presented by kim kardashian like why does it even have to be her name first which i think is interesting but i my response was just what i'm imagining yours is too which is just like there is no greater business than kim in the business of kim and so no matter what like there's just no world where this gets off the ground without her name first yeah like do we ever talk about twisted sisters well that's what the that's what the listener said was like well twisted sisters doesn't no we talked about that though exactly 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 so i think it's like they probably learned from twisted sisters in fact that like no, it needs to have a car, the, their name, colon, whatever the show is. Also, on top of that, it's not just like a thing that Kim is like, I love watching these things. Like Kim is right. actively involved doing deals with the devil to get people out of prison. <laughs> like, right. She's doing she's doing she's getting down and dirty with it. So it is her. And she's not just telling a story. I get it. Like, like she i'm sure someone a marketing research team figured out how to best present this right yeah no one's allowed to make any choices on their own (laughs) no not for this company slash i mean family family Um, uh and then yes she did say that um uh, as a little tag to this she plans on taking the bar exam in 2022 and until Ooh. then, she's going to continue her studies under her, the supervision of of uh, the people she's working with. Is it Jessica Jackson and Aaron yeah. Haney at the, yeah. at the National Policy Director? Oh, just Aaron Haney is the National Policy Director for hashtag Cut50. Which, which is Van, what's his name? Jones? That's his, yes, yeah. that's his, his org. Um, well, good for Kim. That's Not, still a ways away. Time She got to study. Not cut fitness. No, not cut fitness. Not, not Tamara and Eddie's. Not Tamara and Eddie's <laughs> cut fitness. <laughs> Which I think was like, I'm sure they got shut down then. But remember, they were like in the news oh. because they wouldn't shut down in the uh, coronavirus, well, which is very funny. The good news is no one goes to that gym. Nobody goes to Nobody that gym. Nobody goes to that gym. <gasps> Tamara and Eddie. Remember when they gave dream. her a bath? They're weird. <laughs> I love Damn Right Eddie. They're so weird. They're so weird. Okay, are we doing it? Should we do this Let's jump on in. Okay. Oh my gosh. So we're at part two of season 18, episode two, Fights, Friendships, and Fashion Week, part two. And we have two storylines. I guess the Courtney, Kim, Chloe is... It's sort of like kind of two in itself, but we can keep it as one, right? Yeah. And then the other storyline we got is um, Kylie and Fashion Week and Strep Throat. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is a. So we were talking about it. Like the headline is that this is a great episode. Yes. Now we've had two 
absolute barn burner episodes. Like this is not, this is not the normal recipe for a season, you know, like we do not start this hot. Everything else is going to be such a letdown. Just prepare yourself, you know? Yeah, this is, they gave us a really juicy second half and we like quite literally pick up, um, where we left off in this fight. Yeah. Do you want to do the fight? You know uh, what? You pick. I mean, I guess we should just do the fight. It's more, and then we can just follow up real, real, real quick with the fashion week. Um, yeah. So, yes, we, the fight, you only thought you saw the fight. It was only Mm-mm. halfway done. Mm-mm. We weren't ready to end. Because no. Kim, at that moment, Kim realized she got scratched and she was Bad. going for more. <laughs> Oh my God, she really goes for it. This really, like, I rewound it because I was like, it just kept going. And you, it, like, the, like, the, the twists and turns of this, like, it's not a long, long fight or anything, but like, when they really start when Kim really starts going for Courtney and slapping her and like you realize like that she's cut like that she's bleeding like their voices are shaking yeah Kim is crying yeah oh my god you feel so much pandemonium in the room and Courtney lays like a closed fist punch on her face like yes like they're 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 fucking around with multi-million dollar <laughs> items at this point. <laughs> I know. That's all I could think about was they're, like, they're smashing. Kim's yeah, they're smashing Fabergé eggs. Like they are going crazy. And you see a security guard, and I was like, "Excuse me, security. If this is not your job, then what is?" Yeah, it took so long security. to have anybody step in. They let Chloe just stand in between the two of them for so long. Kendall was like, "I honestly cannot be involved in this. Literally, <laughs> it's not on the table. It's, it's not an not option. even a possibility of a thing I could." could do um my bones are so hollow they'll snap in half (laughs) but i was like do you think kim screamed at that security guard that the next time that happens her ass needs to be on the ground and you need to be on top of her absolutely (laughs) like like they pretended tackle chris last season that might have even oh my god that god that was funny i mean maybe i feel like that could even have been part of like why they shut down production for a week like after this i think this is like production wise like i mean i'm sure the story producer who was there made the call to like not intervene and get that footage because they like were like fuck it but also they let it go and they really fucks each other up. Yeah. And like that, that like was longer than it ever goes on like a real housewives. Yeah. Like that went longer than like most brawls and fights on reality TV ever get to go. Yeah. It was, it was exhilarating. Oh my God. My heart was racing. My heart is racing. Recalling it. I just, Oh my God. It was so funny. Chloe cleaning off the body makeup from the so walls. Funny. Oh, what a truly like perfect button to a crazy fight to just have Chloe just gently cleaning these Chloe, like, tan blobs. Chloe really, you know, she showed her true colors. She's she's like, "Are you both okay?" is the first thing yeah. she asked. 
and then you know she's trying to be like why did you do that and Courtney is immediately going off on her and yeah I mean I get what Chloe's saying like you're taking her side and she's like no you literally attack someone in my bedroom where I have a couch in my bedroom yeah that's weird (laughs) but that's not what I'm talking about right now we're not talking about my purple velvet couch we're talking about you attacking a human being because the important point is that Courtney started it. Yes. Like she got physical. They, she got physical. She jumped up at Kim who was seated. Granted, Kim then did jump up and start kneeing her. But like it is important that Courtney made it physical. Yes. And like threw the bo- water, the water carton at her and like went in on her. Kim was and so just- I do think that's why <laughs> Chloe was like, what the fuck did you do that for? And is like laying into her more than Kim. Yeah. I mean, any Southerner will tell you, stand your ground. Kim was fully in the right. Uh, <laughs> she could have shot Courtney in that moment and it would have been okay in most Southern states. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kim fully says when they are kind of like debriefing without Courtney after afterwards kim's like i just saw red and i wasn't gonna let her think that she could attack me and get away with it absolutely and then kim is just in full diva mode i loved every second of it she's the problem and she should leave demanding that she has to leave the house which i love absolutely i mean she Courtney was out of her goddamn mind. She was screaming at Chloe. Chloe's like, do you really want to go? I will kill. And honestly, what I wouldn't pay to watch Chloe get mad. And like, but she's not going to like these people are a foot small. Like they're tiny women. And so she's just like, you need to calm down. And Courtney's like, come at me. Like Courtney's a rabbit dog in this moment. Yeah. I've never seen her like this ever, ever. I think that I have never, ever, ever seen Courtney for sure. But really Courtney and Kim, I have never in all the episodes and everything we've ever seen. I've never seen it like this. It's not to say that she hasn't been slowly being pushed like she's been pushed you know uh although i think that kendall makes a good point later that i don't think this is about them like this isn't about the sisters um but then the fight's not over she comes back yes and there's another yelling match where she screams at kim that she's a fat ass this we got some messages about this too and I've, yeah, this is such a disappointing, mo- like, exchange. The whole thing is so, like, you're like, it's so weird. You're watching them, like, their truest tendencies and this, like, this reverting. And it's crazy. Like, I, I don't, yeah, what is, K- Courtney says, I don't want to be near your fat ass. Yeah. And well, because Kim's like, get the fuck out. Go. Yeah. Nobody wants you here. Because Courtney does come back in for seconds and she's like, nah, you're done, bitch. Get the <laughs> fuck out. You're not going to have a house after this. I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> but yeah, then we have this like kind of nasty little exchange where it's like, no, you're the fat one. And they're just being fucking bitches. Also, what a crazy thing for either of them to say, like, fat phobia aside, like, what? You're calling these what? people fat? They're crazy. Yeah, what Go are home. we saying? Go take a nap. You're you're exhausted. That fight took too much out of you. They've, like, devolved into just being, like, like the things they would yell at each other when they were in seventh grade or whatever it was. Or, like, season, like, uh, one through 
20. <laughs> yes. And meanwhile, we just have so much of Courtney, like, upset and, like, it's all about this, like, her narrative is it's, like, Kim and Chloe gang up on me. They gang up on me. My attitude is a reflection of how they treat me. And There's she's crying. no ownership whatsoever. Like, not at all. Never on camera, especially. Like, maybe later she tells Kim she shouldn't have done something. But, like, not one moment does Courtney reflect on how she's behaving. Not at all. Not, it's, like, never. a shocking episode of how Courtney's brain works. And I had an epiphany about it but we'll get to it because it's more about the armenia part of it but yeah she's like going on and on we're hearing her like in testimonials talking about how they're so they're so critical of me and there was a very funny edit that i maybe i just saw it for myself but courtney is like going on and on and on about how horrible it is to shoot how how much she hates shooting how horrible it is for her and there's this like b-roll shot of like the crew the whole crew sound guys everybody and everyone is smiling and laughing like everybody like just looks really lovely and there's like it's this like quick shot of like the crew and it's like it's a nightmare to shoot and they're all just like they look so friendly and lovely i mean it's on fallon kim does say you know i think courtney was just like really miserable shooting and so she took it out on us and the crew she says she took it out on the crew which is I can't even imagine if the things she's saying on camera, if she has reached this level of not giving a fuck on camera about the show and the crew, like, I cannot imagine what was probably happening off camera. Like, I'm sure it was unfathomably shitty. Yeah. So then we like (laughs) Kendall. So Courtney's gone. She's she's that's a wrap on Courtney. (laughs) Good night (laughs) on Courtney. Everyone say good night. Um, so, uh, Kendall is laughing because she's like, wait, that wasn't even her fight. That wasn't our fight. And then there's cleaning up the blood, Kim's blood, like all over her back. And, uh, so funny though. And I just wrote, this is where P gets it from. Yes. Remember when P attacked an Annie? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Did she bite her or scratch her? I can't remember. I think she went into a blackout rage and and scratched the nanny. So, yeah, I guess we see exactly how good of a parent Courtney is. Ooh, <laughs> it's rough. It is a wild fight. It Because I don't want to make any big assumptions, but I don't think scratching people's genetic. I think that's got to be a learned behavior. So she's watched Courtney fucking fuck up scott i'm sure i know it makes me like wonder so much about like because it is it happens for sure but like it is just hard if you aren't prone to like being physical that switch flip of like you know like if you or i were to think about like lunging towards somebody or scratching them like I don't know. I don't know what it would take. I've never done it. You know, like it's, it's just, it's really crazy to try to be like, Oh, is that like in your repertoire? Like that's a thing that you've done. It's one of your moves. Um, so yeah, Kendall is trying really hard to be the voice of reason and at least say like, she sees where Courtney is coming from. Like Courtney is at her breaking point. Like she's like, yeah, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I see where she's at a point where she can't handle this. Which yeah, is very and, true. And saying like that it's sort of pegged it to insecurity. Um, which we kind of explore more as the episode goes on. Yeah. But 
Yeah. So it's very sweet of Kendall trying to like find logic in it. And that's what they should all be doing at the end of the day is like there's clearly to want to know why your sister would behave like that. But everybody is still just like clearly in the throes of like realizing what just happened. And then we get this next scene um, where Malika and Khadijah visit Courtney. Yeah, the twins play therapist. They get a big role in this whole thing. It's kind of fascinating. I mean, they they see an opening on the show, Jess, and they are going for it. Yeah, they're they're back in a they're majorly showing that they are utilitarian in purpose. See, in the writers room, um, there are individual writers and then sometimes there are people who are teams and a team is, you know, people who only work together and they split a paycheck. And that's what Malika and Khadijah are (laughs) pitching to Chris. They're like, look, you're going to get two for one with us. Yeah. Like we'll have to be in most of our scenes together but we can have different opinions we can have different fights it'll be great chris you're gonna see we're gonna bring it for you baby let us just try let us just try this episode and they do and it's it's kind of wild because we we have them being very like mediator style to courtney and and uh i forget if it's khadijah who says you have two people who want to hear you and want to know that you're okay i think malika says that and then khadijah is actually like she I was like Khadijah should be a life coach because Khadijah tells her she says the reason you keep projecting back to you and she's sobbing as she says this. She's, she is, crying. she's crying so hard she I was is, like what she has that much empathy she's feeling Courtney Courtney's crying she's right there with her and she yeah. says the reason you keep projecting back to your kids is because you know you have to be happy for them but what she does in that way it's so what a great move on her part because she's like this is not about your children yeah you're fucking miserable it has nothing to do with your kids but you keep bringing them into it and you keep saying that's an excuse and maybe it's because you know that you're being shitty to them as well yeah i mean it's some real talk it's major real talk and she basically is like they're like then they're basically just like quit the show yes don't do it just don't do it take a break yeah um and um, it's making you miserable courtney does say something that i i feel like is probably true in these moments which is that she feels like they're putting the show above her happiness yeah and i think they are because she's not articulating well what she needs from them and apparently just for like three years she's been a real fucking asshole and yeah and it's not she's not it's not the show that's not like yeah if you've been doing a show for a decade and then all of a sudden you hate it it's probably not the thing that's been constant no which is like what i think we start to peel apart more on the armenia part of the trip you know that it's like it's not really the show yeah you know it's all of it yeah it's the whole life (laughs) i love that there she's like i don't know if i should go to Armenia. they're like yes you have to you must go to armenia crystals we had to make you go so you got to you have to go you have to go we find out that uh courtney and kim the very next week have a trip planned to armenia it's just them and their kids uh, it's like kind of more of a work trip for Kim, but it's to go, um, yeah, to go to Armenia and have their kids baptized. And so 
the, it's yeah this big question of like are they gonna go can courtney do it and obviously like malika and kiddies are like this is perfect this is perfect you should do it you gotta you gotta um so yeah and then malika's like and then i want you to do one more thing you have to apologize <laughs> yes i like this this is a good button to this scene i was like, She's ah, like yes. you have to and so we know we don't see on camera the apology between Kim and Courtney, but we yeah. pick up uh, with Chloe and Scott lounging and then Kim saunters over and they're like, well, you're not going to tell us what happened. And what she, the hell happened? Yeah, she's just had an hour long conversation with Courtney where Courtney did apologize. And Kim seems like she's not fully accepted it, but she's having more compassion for what Courtney is going through. Like she doesn't really want to talk yeah. it out. And she's like, well, whatever. Like she like because I'm sure. Courtney just talked about herself and didn't apologize. Yeah, I get the sense that that's what happened, that she like listed off a bunch of excuses or reasons in her mind. Like she told Kim that she was having a nervous breakdown and that she's really unhappy right now. So there's like a lot of ownership and admission probably in that sense. But I didn't get the sense that there was probably a very clear cut apology. No. Because Kim's still very clearly mad at her. And Kim literally says, she's like, look, if more than three people say something's wrong with you, you really got to assess. And I don't think she's wrong. I don't think so either. It's hard when it feels like a family because you're like, well, they're just coming up with a narrative. And I think that's what Courtney keeps saying is like, you have a narrative about me. So like, yeah, that can be a little difficult because in families that does happen. People get like pigeonholed. But I mean... When Kim says everyone's saying it, she means us. <laughs> <laughs> she means you guys. She's talking about everybody. Everybody who knows who Courtney Kardashian mm-hmm. is on planet Earth. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it's not just so Chloe and uh, not just giving Chloe saying it. Courtney, <laughs> quite a few people. This is why you get mad on Twitter. <laughs> You're feeling it from other sides. I, I, sh- I'm sure, right? <laughs> we also get an interesting reveal from the conversation, which is that they talked about how it's not really about being angry at Kim. Yeah, Kim, and was, that she's actually she, she, she was the proxy. She gleefully retold that. She's like, actually, yeah. you know what? She's not even mad at me. She's mad at Chloe, <laughs> and that she is actually much more angry at Chloe for quote unquote not having her back. Uh-huh. And uh, that you can see it immediately that lights Chloe up, you know, and it's (sighs) under this pretense of like, well, I mean, I'll reach out to her, you know, I want to, but is so clearly fucking pissed to hear. She she says it's irresponsible of her. (gasps) She's like, it's irresponsible of her to be so upset with another sister that she attacks someone else. And you know what? When she puts it like that, that is true. It's, I mean, the whole thing is irresponsible. The whole thing is mismanagement. It doesn't mean it's not what people do, but it is like such wild mismanagement of your emotions and communication tools. Yeah. And like, it's fucking up their lives. And like, I understand what Chloe's saying. It's like, well, then fucking talk to me. What are yeah. you talking about? You're going to go like beat up Kim, then have a big <laughs> conversation with her where then you talk about how you're actually mad at me. Like, what are you fucking doing? What it, do you want? It's so interesting, too, because I think there is a world for our listeners where we could totally side with Courtney, 
except for Courtney can't figure out what the fuck her narrative is. Like, well, that's like that's, exactly what dawned on me. It's just like she doesn't know. She's not thinking hard enough. Yes. She's not doing any like self-reflection. She's not saying what's my part in all of this because I don't think she ever had to because I had a big revelation in the scene because Scott was being like a little protective. Like he was like, well, yeah. I don't want her to like, you know, like you guys got to whatever like he was just very smidge of like well you know yeah she's got it tough um but my theory is that when she and scott were together the filming was always about the two of them and the pressure Mm. was completely off of courtney all courtney had to do was react to this bad boy she was like a sidekick Mm. to him trying to like be like well what do you want me to do he's crazy and right. then, she, you know, and maybe she never liked doing this shit, but it was easy enough to sit by Scott while he acted a fool. Yeah. And and maybe she blames the whole show for destroying who Scott could have been for her. Yeah. But like that was never the pressure was never on her in this way that all of a sudden I'm sure that she even probably I mean, it's never been said outright, but, you know, like she probably doesn't want Scott having more airtime than her. And so. I mean, the whole thing is bizarre. The the way that it's shaken out, you know, no matter how, no matter how amicable it is, like imagine truly your ex partner of a decade that you have three children with is like a part of the show that you're on is fully storylines with your like family members, your grandma, his new relationship on display and you're like an ep of your own show like even if you were cool with it it's a lot to process yeah and she doesn't want to bring her personal life into it because of what happened with them so then she's just not like she's not showing up and then she's like why are you guys acting crazy about how i'm behaving like i always did this right because she wasn't doing anything before and it was fine because we're like well scott's the crazy person and courtney's just yeah always pregnant and like doing a weird like class about pregnancy and sex you know so like yeah she i think that's a really strong take i think that that is very very true um so then we go to Armenia <laughs> and we go to Armenia and I just love so- flying to Armenia in silk pajamas. Jess, I won't, I don't it's know that that life is going to be possible in the future, but I want it. It's great. So we, yeah, we get Kim, Courtney, their kids, uh, they going, they're going to Armenia. Kim has a lot to do. She's speaking at a tech conference. She is, uh, there. It seems like in order to kind of like, help promote uh, businesses and female owned businesses. And then there's a couple of different things. It's like, it's a work trip yeah, for all it, intents and purposes. To raise awareness. Like she says that she wants America to recognize the genocide of the Armenian people. Cause it's never been recognized internationally as a genocide and um she wants it to be recognized and also to like you know lift up local businesses and females um before we even get there though like in whatever weird holding cell airport they're at in their silk pajamas kim i think is trying to be a little sisterly to her and maybe this is cut like this just to like fuck with courtney but like Throughout this, all of the uh, Armenia scenes, Kim is always engaged with the children and Courtney is never. Courtney is so walled off and uh, 
absolutely to your point, like disconnected and unlikable and like only experiencing whatever she is experiencing. Like it is such a bad look. I couldn't believe of all the like shitty Courtney storylines. I think this Armenia trip is like one of the most like they did her. Uh, they if if it, it's unreal to me how like completely uh just disengaged and shitty and unaware and like it's it's insane to me well and i'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt that maybe they gave her a rough cut and that is why she was like i will not tweet about this show i'm with my kids tonight but like in every scene she's not talking to her children kim is literally telling her children she's like oh follow kiki put the rose down like mason and penelope are right with her the whole time she's like telling mason penelope and north like the history of their family and granted granted it's insane the way she describes it but like (laughs) courtney is like not like for the someone who's like i have kids and i'm gonna be a mom it's like you're not even looking at your children right now it just is like it's just so crazy like we hear this story 10 times this rationale through the armenia trip that it's jet lag jet lag jet lag i get it jet lag is is gnarly we've all a lot of us you know have had jet lag that truly yeah makes you really cranky really not yourself but that's not what's happening you know and that it's like we just really have courtney who is uh just miserable openly miserable and it is like it is it builds and it builds and we see kim like you know it's very painted in the way that we see kim and she is there she is doing her kim thing she is mixing and mingling she's speaking at a tech conference she is like yeah taking care of the kids and she's literally saying to courtney like we need to be super gracious we need to go like we shouldn't leave through the back. We should leave through the front. We need people to see us. That's the whole reason we're here. Mario's doing my makeup for that very reason. <laughs> yes. And we, it all kind of builds to this, um, you know, that this is like, they go down to the memorial and Courtney is getting really agitated. And again, I think that the producers did a good job. Like it looks chaotic. Like I don't think they're trying to make it look like, Oh, she's freaking out over nothing. It looks really chaotic, but like it's not being well managed. Their space is not being well managed. There's a lot of people, lots of, lots of cameras going off. Like, and their children are there. I'm sure that's really scary and weird. Like I believe that, but you really see Courtney snapping and openly like yell not yelling i guess but just snapping at people she's talking to the crew and producers like they're a bunch of fucking dogs though yeah and And it's just like i don't want you in my picture because it's i think like because we both kind of come from like a production world that like we can see like she's not talking to strangers that she doesn't want them in her picture she's not talking to like maybe armenian people who don't speak english she's talking to the crew that came with her get out of my fucking picture (laughs) like And it's just this really, really bizarre thing where it's just like she and it's just kind of classically how she and I know we're digging into her a lot this episode, but it's because it's there's a lot to, I think, like unpack. But it's like she is clearly at a boiling point and we see it's kind of like the thing that happened in the fight. It's like she doesn't have the ability, it feels like, to be able to be like, hey, this isn't working for me. I need to pull myself out of this situation or whatever that is. She lets herself get worked up and worked up and worked up. And 
and literally it's like then they go they're trying to take this like tour to learn about the memorial afterwards she has like a bad attitude she sits down on the ground in the middle of like yeah. uh, a tour guide is like walking them through like it's crazy like yeah. it's a cr- it starts yeah. to look like a crazy person i will say this like i like you said we're digging in on courtney i think and this is where someone should have helped her and maybe if kim and chloe hadn't been so mad at her this could have been them she's not in a headspace for this this is not she is in a very vulnerable she is I think she's actually having a real live nervous breakdown in her very subdued and muted way that she can. But like normally you would see like she's having like her version of what Kanye has had. Well, and I do think that it starts to be about like when we get this scene of her and Kim in the car and it's like that it's about her entire existence. Yes. Like it's about like to hear her say the thing. Cause she's trying, they're talking about, you know, after this like really bad memorial experience, like she's kind of thinking out loud and she's like, I don't know why I'm so miserable here. And by the way, Kim's face through this whole conversation is just so readable and, am- oh, and amazing. She's dumbfound. She's like, <laughs> you don't want to be famous. Uh, we have Courtney. Okay. Courtney literally verbatim says, I don't like being a celebrity. Um, and you can see that it's like this huge <laughs> bomb drop, like duh, in a huge sense, of course, duh. But that it's like this moment. I, I thought it was like a, an incredible piece of television. Yes. Like t- an incredible piece of television here. You have this 40 year old woman who has been on reality TV her whole life. We've been watching her unravel in like an act out. And and it's like, that to me was the, like the core of it all. She like has come to the realization. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like it enough to justify how she has to maintain it. And so she has been acting out to everybody when it's about the life she built for herself. The choices she made, the things she said yes to, the money she has put in the bank. And it's like, she's kind of coming out of a fog and is realizing like what that life really is. And the rest of them have like made peace with it. And she is suddenly like, it's dawning on her. And it's crazy that it's dawning on her on this like trip that is not about like this. I thought this, this Kim comment in response uh, was amazing. Like too, she goes, obviously I'm disappointed in Courtney's attitude in Armenia, but I can see she's having deeper issues. And then she goes on, but this is not a vacation. <laughs> she knew this was a trip to be seen, to be heard. We're trying to get the Armenian genocide recognized by the United States. Like, I had this moment where I was just like, oh, Kim's smart. And that she has to paint this and be so heavy handed to be like, this isn't your trip to Italy with your kids for a month. Like, yes, this is not what this trip was. And that's why I said Khadijah should be a life coach and not Malika. Because yes. Malika's the one who was like, yes, go. No. Courtney shouldn't have been there. She wasn't in the right headspace. Maybe she shouldn't have gone. Maybe her kids could have gone with Kim because I think Kim was actually doing a really good job of being like, I think Kim can can function as a businesswoman and a mom at the same time. I think it's not as yeah. hard for her. Uh, I think she's like, you know, she's telling about how her ancestors made string cheese fortunes and... <laughs> 
that the, the horses are are basically private jets of the past. And I like, love this. This is so funny. She's it ex- was so funny. She's literally explaining a genocide to some six year olds. Like that's incredible. She's you know uh, <laughs> you know. But that's like the whole point of the matter. Like I think what you said is the piece that like becomes really hard to just say, which is true whether you're a celebrity or not, which is like for some people, for some women, it's harder than it is for others. Like the balance, the deciding or trying to do multiple things, kids are not, but it's like, it's like anything in life. Like it can come more, certain things come more easily or wear and tear on people differently. And like, that's the point, like being a celebrity, being a working mom, those are things it seems like Kim is designed for. She thrives at. She's happy. She's really happy with the life she's built, I think, is the way. To, I don't yeah. think that, that that's like, I think that's a very clear fact. I also it's, think that she's the kind of person who maybe doesn't need to be happy to, like, I think success equals like it's very interesting to have this episode specifically in the middle of a pandemic where our whole world is sort of shut down and there's no such thing as ambition in this moment Uh -uh. so like and we kind of see that like at least I have seen like and discussed like you're very busy working I know because you work for a news organization but (laughs) but for the rest of us like it is become abundantly clear that maybe we've been on a hamster wheel like Courtney is saying and what does it all mean if we're not okay? Like, right. like literally in this moment with people not being healthy and like, like who cares if, you know, like we can't go to work, we need people to survive. And then the same for Courtney, that like, she needs just to be mentally healthy. Like, and yeah. she shouldn't be on the show. Chris did her dirty. Chris should have been on her side and be like, you can step back. We don't all have to do this. Rob's yeah. not on the show. You don't have to be on the show. Yes. But you she, don't have to be. No one protect. And I think, like I said, if Kim and Chloe would have been a little nicer about it, they would have realized that. Nobody, I think, wanted to have the like the true come to Jesus conversation, yeah. you know, and so it has been on Courtney, which is, you know, a fair thing in a sense. But it's like it's been on Courtney to process it and process it and in, in the show. Yeah. As opposed to getting to like step back, figure out what her deal is and come back when she's healthy and good and ready. And, and she clearly was trying in going to therapy and talking yeah. about the things she was learning about herself last season and stuff. But it's like it was she shouldn't have been doing the show. I Absolutely mean, not. It is abundantly clear in this whole episode. She does not have the coping skills to deal with her anxiety. Uh, it's not just her it runs in her family we see that rob and kendall both suffer with it themselves she does not have the coping skills she has not developed those she should not be doing this right now uh it's just not a time for this like she's not there anyway so then we, go to we do get this sort of like upswing at the very end of the trip <laughs> yes every they, have me- they, have, they have a dinner with the president of armenia um, this really yeah, she cute, gets it to, so much food. She gets it together and, uh, for that. Good for her. It's kind of a great, and it's great because you're kind of waiting on her to like fucking just yeah. biff this dinner and embarrass Kim and be a little shithead. And she's not. Yeah. She's lovely. 
to, you know, we, we and again, that's why I don't think it's unfair the way that they've painted Courtney in this episode. Like, I don't think that they did her dirty. I think that it's a really fair feeling balance. And she's clearly able to, like, be lovely at that dinner. It goes really well. They get to talk about these really important topics. They talk like, about the genocide and conversation. They talk about Noah's Ark being located in Armenia. Yes. <laughs> and then they go to baptize their kids. I um, loved Kanye FaceTiming Kim, though, to be oh like, God. I think you need some more necklace on and she's like yeah i thought so too thank you (laughs) like their fashion connection is will never not be the most fascinating thing to me uh i think it is yeah you get these little glimpses and you're just like oh yeah he like art directs like stuff you know to it's amazing to be clear though did she put on a big necklace no she took off the one she had and north put on a big necklace (laughs) oh that's right good eye good eye (laughs) um so yeah that's Sort of like, yeah, that's how the Armenian trip. But but in the in the middle of that, we had a little scene with at Kendall's house. Yes. Yes. I just want to say and I will post a picture. I really am obsessed with Kendall's cabinets. Okay. They're just this like they're deep green or deep. Oh, I don't think I clocked them. Oh, they're look. I think she's very forward. I remember when that house got bought, it was ugly as sin, but she's really done a lot of work and uh, with that white Carrera or whatever kind of marble it is in those just striking green cabinets I was like (laughs) everyone will have that in four years that is going to be the look look. um so um yes we have Chloe gets a dog snout up her butt and that's the most actually she's had in months and then someone tweeted very funny did we already talk about this that like now that Tristan's in the house with her I bet that's not the same (laughs) like oh yeah I bet that's not the case in the quarantine so um Chloe's saying to Kendall that she she sent the nicest text to Courtney uh-huh. about how we should talk and I care about you and I respect you and blah, blah, blah. And then Courtney does not respond. And nine hours later, she sends a picture of the private jet she was on. It made me laugh. I thought this was a very funny, very, very like, because I don't know. I just was like, oh, I know exactly this kind of person. I have people in my life like this. And I was like, I know exactly who this is now. Like suddenly that exchange because of the text piece mm-hmm. of it, I was like, oh, I know exactly who Courtney uh, is now. Oh, yeah. I know it. Like, someone you're like, okay, so I guess we're not in a fight, but like, what? Yeah. Why can't you communicate? And that, I think, works for Kim. <laughs> Kim's like, whatever, who cares? Like, that is yeah. fine for her. But Chloe is like, what the fuck? So, no. and Kendall's like, look, she is just not self aware. You're asking her to be another person that she is not. Scott comes in and he's like, look. It's not my fault. <laughs> Kendall basically is like, this is because of you. This yeah. started when you guys broke up. And he's like, who, me, never. No. Uh, and then Scott tells us, look, Courtney means well. She just has never once conveyed that. <laughs> and then uh, Chloe says, hey, we've all been through shit. Breakup sucks. Move on. <laughs> not having it it's very not having it i think that's maybe a little piece of this that courtney's not picking up on is that chloe's going through like real time actual trauma herself and she's trying to not let it affect everyone else 
And by you letting it affect everyone else, it adds insult to her injury that she's already keeping it together. You're not asking about her. You're not seeing how you can help her. You're acting like a fucking asshole and then getting mad at her because she doesn't because she doesn't want you to behave that way, you know? Right. Like they're all hurting. Like the, the, the both of them are hurting and like. But I'm, but I think it activates, you're right, like with Chloe, this thing of like, oh, the way your relationship became public fodder is hard for you. Yes. Oh, interesting. I've literally only been mortified publicly by the men that I've had relationships with and had a baby with. I was a laughing stock. Like, I, I do think it creates like, rather than being able to like connect and share that space, it's like they be they both wall off and go into their corners yes. of like oh well fuck you then yeah because you know? Chloe I will say in Chloe's past she acted out terribly when she was hurting oh my god and now I think she's kind of come to this like my whole brand is memes and like zen and like you know the- she's a lot softer yes. she's definitely worked on becoming a lot softer and I think that that's what that conversation then the big sit down kind of is yes. about essentially um so we have the twins they're back <laughs> we're they're back of- Everyone's back. We're back. <laughs> um, so Courtney thanks Kim because she wouldn't have gone to Armini without her. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she's like, okay, Chloe, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like we get, it gets sort of laid out like it's going to be this really even keeled conversation and it instantly is not. And you're like, oh shit. Like Chloe and Courtney's stuff is really complicated. Like yeah. you can just tell that they do not hear each other at all. But I think we just came, we figured it out. I think just now about like what's going on with them is that like, yeah, Courtney can only see her, her pain. And that anytime yeah. Chloe says a damn thing, Courtney's like, why are you doing this? It's unproductive. It's not about how you feel. It's about how I'm hurting because she thinks that's the actual issue. Courtney yeah. thinks the actual issue is I'm not happy. You guys aren't doing, you're not helping me. And right. Chloe's like, you're treating us terribly. Yeah. And you and she's like, that's not the point of what I'm saying and feeling. And then every time that Courtney like or that Chloe tries to like express herself and she's doing a pretty good job of being she's nice really, yeah she really is she says to Malika I'm using my words <laughs> and Courtney is like you're being a bitch you're being a fucking bitch and it's like and then Chloe literally says just because she's like you don't think you're being a bitch too just because you're crying and I was like oh yeah. there we go we figured it out that's how this all connects I did the math <laughs> It is, though. It's like, I think that, and, and, and Chloe does a good job in this conversation of pointing out, like, and, and Kim finally chimes in, too. It's like, she's expressing herself. What about her feelings? You know, like, the whole conversation has, like, been distilled into, like, what's going on with Courtney? What's going on with Courtney? And it's like, nobody is, is allowed then to have the space to be like, whatever is going on with you is making me feel X, Y, Z, you yeah. know? And I think... This actually is it going back to Scott that it was never about Scott. Mm-mm. Like because it was a toxic relationship and and because of how Scott behaved, but we didn't often get to like the root of what was causing Scott pain. It was mostly like how does this affect Courtney? And I yeah. don't know that Courtney knows how to do that for other people. 
I don't think so because it's literally she like when Chloe is like trying to talk about like the way she's been made to feel it, it was like mind-blowing to me Courtney kept being like you're harping on the past and it's like oh do you think that like expressing the way you feel you've been treated is like that's such a, a weird small brain thing the idea of just like that's the past, you know, yes. as if like, wait, no, 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 no. That's like literally also that's, what that's we're like the heart of all. Yeah. Oh, that's the heart of all therapy is like why we have to spend so much time on the past. Yeah, and we, I was like, oh, this is a classic avoidance. Yeah. If we don't actually. And that's the thing about her. And we've talked about it before that like she disassociates. She's an avoider. She doesn't know how to engage in that way. Yeah. But yeah, she <laughs> she just is like. I don't understand what you're talking about. It, we're, we're, no, your feelings are not what we're talking about. We're talking about, it's like, if we're not talking about what happened already, then what are we talking about? But she says, and this is really rich coming from her in her confessional. She says, maybe Chloe's, maybe Chloe's going through something, a hard time. Oh. And she's just not happy in her own life and feels this need to have this attitude every day. And I was like, projecting much. <laughs> It is so void of empathy. And I think that that is like Courtney's like deep Achilles heel is that she just really struggles to express and empathize and that she is just like such a classic victim and takes no ownership. Yeah. And that like it has gone on too long. And so the sisters are over it and yes. that's what's that's what the energy has been and what they've been circling and they've been like circling the drain on this for two years yes. basically i mean courtney should have pulled the plug long ago and some yes. like i said someone should have helped her and for anyone who says we're going to be too mean on courtney like look we know she is not mentally well enough to be on our television she shouldn't be here she should go well that's the whole point is that it's like anyone it's how I feel about all famous people like in the public eye who start suffering or who are openly suffering. It's like, it's, it is, it's, it's heartbreaking. Cause that means it's about like the, you know, the business of that person and the support staff and all of the paychecks that like they need to support the business, whether you're like a Bieber or a Brittany or whoever, or, like a, oh, you know, I it, watched it's, honey boy. It's like, I sob for Shia it's heartbreaking the idea of like I know there's this narrative and a lot of people messaged us this and I get it where it's like it's like that tweet you know the like well fucking quit stop taking the paychecks yes and it's like especially like to your point about in this pandemic and the way we're thinking about like money and class and burn the rich it's like it's hard watching someone that privileged who has like quite literally made their living off of our eyeballs watching their show sit there and like trash the show she's on trash her family it feels like shit, but it is like the big takeaway is that it's like a person unraveling, not yeah. doing well, you know? It's very funny too, because like when I was thinking about Poosh earlier and how I don't know, I don't know how she thinks that's going to support her life. I it, know. It made me remember years ago when they came out with their own individual apps and Courtney did not yes. do it. Yes. And then Courtney was like so mad at them because they were like putting pressure on her to do it. And she, and they're like, we have to roll these out together. And she's like, I'll do what I want you. got And like, what do you want me to do? Like she didn't understand the work aspect of it. And it's like, no, yeah, that's where this narrative started. This is how you behave with businesses. Like it is what it is. You don't want to be a business person. That's okay. How are you going to make money? Yes. Like you didn't marry thing. well, you didn't marry well. <laughs> um, you're, you're not married at all. You, you, 
to be a stay-at-home <laughs> wife, unfortunately, uh, poor people all across America are not allowed to do it because they have to go fucking work, Courtney. Right. Like, I'm sure a lot of women think their children are the most important part of their life, but they also have to feed them. And yeah. you don't have to. Great. Congratulations. But, like, that's the aspect you're missing of this. Is it, like, it's really these people deaf. set you up. The, the only reason you can't do whatever you want is because of them. And that, and that I think is what we, the Armenia trip like underlined so clearly is it's like you, it's about what is a constant problem of the rich, um, and, and privilege, which is like, you do not understand like the privilege. You do not understand the concept of work that you don't understand like what you've been given and what you are, what you can do with it. And similarly that what you cannot do with it. I mean, and so there's just so much like thrashing around and I it's would, like, just make a choice. I would be impressed as hell if she left the show, sold all the things she has and was like, great. Me I'm, I'm going to go like live a small life. I have enough in investments. Like I can, Absolutely. Do, like she could live a normal ass fucking rich person's life for the rest of her life. She could do that. I don't think that's what she wants. <laughs> she has a net worth of $35 million. That should get so. her and those three <laughs> kids a long, long... That's more than any of us will ever make. Ten of us could line up and still not make that in a full lifetime. Yeah, she's fine. And it's, she's fine. And that it's like, I understand her anxiety comes from like, I'm sure it's weird to have $35 million and be like looking at your, you know, the crown jewel billion dollar sister and have everybody being like oh my god and fawning but it's like you could still have a lot and yeah, yeah i think it's about we it's like we said last week too it's just like the having your cake and eat, eating it too aspect is just what everybody has like hit a wall with because, it's like just be one or the other yeah like just be normal ass rich and maybe not yacht once a month rich <laughs> just go be normal ass rich so then the co the conversation ends and like basically this this <laughs> summit and C Chloe's basically like well <laughs> um, you know that they made a pact to be mindful of how everybody communicates yes um, and then Chloe still gets a couple great digs in yeah. and she says I genuinely don't feel like she retains information <laughs> she yes is like basically saying like. Well, I'm just happy I said it and that I uh, she's accountable for it because I said it and everybody heard me say it, yes. you know, but like at least other people here, they heard. It's like when she she said last week, well, hopefully the crew will start yes. doing a morning meditation. Like it's done, but it's been done. I know exactly what Chloe's saying because we've said it. I just said it moments ago. Courtney disassociates when things happen that she doesn't like. Yes. You can literally like you see her eyes get dim and like she goes somewhere else. And I'm sure that is some childhood trauma shit that we yeah. don't even know, but she sure. is not there for it. So then guys, we go to clean con and thank, thank God, God we do. Thank God. Courtney's decided she's going to take a big step back from filming. And is really Finally. just going to pick and choose what she's going to allow cameras to follow. Great. Uh-huh. Like clean con. That's trust me, Courtney, that's gonna get on the show a lot. <laughs> it's so funny. It's the perfect button to like what may be a last glimpse of Courtney for some time. We we don't know. But God, it made me laugh. Yeah, it's like a clean beauty thing. She's <sighs> giving this like droning, boring speech. God, her <laughs> even like summary of like it's like, yes, I think <sighs> it should be easier to know like what makeup is clean. And she was like, we shouldn't have to look that up. I'm like, 
it's fine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't have to. What a what a funny thing to like like that's like like him. It's not about Kim's like getting I, women like rape women who killed their their rapist out yeah. of prison and then she's like we shouldn't have to look up but what ingredients like- are in our, our foundation but she could also have that cause and have been like it's really scary to think about children being exposed yes. to chemicals and hurting their bodies and as a parent and it's and like that's to what your she- point it's so funny to be like I don't want to google it and again I think the I think Kim talked to the editors and they did her really nasty yes so we're gonna give her that benefit of the doubt guys so don't yeah, I don't want she said all that other stuff I don't want to hear about how we're mean to Courtney this is what Kim wanted us we've to say nice. we've been nice we've been nice uh, no but, I yeah. I do hope they treat her like the royals have treated Harry and Meghan. <laughs> she has to like give up her last name. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, okay, uh, well, your security details gone. Uh, you can no longer fly on the private jets. Like all the production yeah. stuff, you're paying for everything from now on. Like you're out. Yeah. I can't wait. Well, we'll see. Well, it's a, we finally reached a big turning point. So, um, you know, she's she's taking. She says, "I'm going to take control of my schedule back. Life is too short." So Good that's luck. it. Congrats, congrats to Courtney and on then, a big choice. The other storyline's kind of short and sweet. Thank God, because yeah. boy, did we talk a long time about that bitch. Well, <laughs> there was a lot to get there. This these are meaty episodes. Yeah. So we had Kylie in Fashion Week. So we have the scene with Chloe and Kim finding out that Kylie has strep, and then their drunk mother. This is great. Iconic. I loved this. Good. Calling Chris and she's out partying. And she picks up and says, yabba dabba do. (laughs) And they're like, um, did you see the pictures we sent of the fight? And she's like, oh, that Courtney, she's a wackadoo. And she says she's at the Ritz drinking vodka in Paris. I was like, oh, I want to be her so bad. And they're trying to like be like, no, mom, this is a real fight. She's like, I'm never coming home. Bye. He's like, have another drink, mom. And they're so mad. Oh, God, it's so funny. So then we get like three days until Balmond show. Uh, so we find out Kylie's going to the hospital. Yeah. And Chris, in her confessional, says, just get on the plane. Like, get it together. It's pretty. I thought this is a fascinating little art, you yes. know? And she's literally, yeah, like, suck it up. And she's losing it. Corey's trying to calm her. She's swearing up and down this hallway. She is on one. She's flipping out. What is she going to tell Olivier? What is she going to tell Olivier? No. Did, uh, did you catch this? She's like, I asked Kim. I asked Kendall. Yes. I asked Chloe. Period. <sighs> no. The only people she didn't ask were Courtney and Rob. What if Not Rob, on the table. What if Rob had gone to Paris to walk in Iconic. the show? Iconic. And if she would have offered him $500,000 in cash, he yes. would have gone. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, my God. We walked out in some Arthur Georges. <sighs> um, but then we get this really great scene. Wait, can I just say the quote that Corey says? What? He says, it's the baby's health. Yes. He's like, she's a big stormy right now. We got to take care of the baby. It's really great. Like we get this scene where Corey really checks her yes. super hard. And I was like, it was such a cool insight into Corey's function in the family and with Chris mm-hmm. and the whole thing where I was like, oh, this is what Corey does for yes. her. Because the toggling back and forth of being the manager and the empire holder and then being the mother of these of these women 
I mean, to be fair, I, I don't know who else on planet Earth has to do that in the way she does. And I, and I'm and that's major money on the line. And she's um, good at her job. But that Corey is like dance moms or uh, honey. Boo fair, boo fair, or... You go, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but it's like a very singular, strange headspace. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is something that Corey can really give her is like, hey, hey, that's your daughter. Your yes. daughter is sick. You're her mother. Stop it. It's Turn that other side off. Crazy that, off. that he has to because he did it in both scenes with her. Like he because yes. the baby thing was three days earlier. And yeah. so she's still spinning out. And and he's like, look, you have to turn the manager mode off and just call her. You have yeah. to call her and be your mom right now. Yeah. He's like, you sound like a business lady. Take that cap off. Call her like the sweetheart you are. And you've got to comfort her. Just straight mommy daughter. She rolled her <laughs> eyes at him. Did you see her roll no. her eyes? She <sighs> rolls her eyes. And then he goes, and you're glam. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's really perfect. Uh-huh. And she goes, well, at least someone showed up to work today. <laughs> yes. It's a oh, great scene. It's very funny. But no Kylie. No, no, no one saves the day. Yeah, but just, guess what? The show goes on. Yeah, it's just, just fine. Chris complaining to Eva Longoria. about <laughs> Crying. She's like, I mean, this is a big deal for Kylie and she's not here. <laughs> and Eva's <laughs> like, well, it's okay. Don't cry. Uh. And then it made me laugh so hard because they're like, well, it all worked out because um samira the balmon art director and i was like oh so this poor woman who's like the actual art director at balmon just basically had to be like okay cool so i'll just sit this out so kylie jenner can art direct uh the show or for paris fashion week because remember kylie had said she was the art director for the show so it was like basically the actual bomb on art director was like okay so i will do my job the okay, job great. i was gonna do anyway so my actual gigantic huge like crowning achievement insanely hard to hard to do job and but can, it worked out fine can i just say that i'm not someone who knows about fashion or cares about it but the show was fabulous like that gorgeous gorgeous like i was i i my notes are just like oh my god oh my god oh my god so beautiful so colorful and kaleidoscopic and like and so and a like a beautiful diversity of models yeah. like i thought that was like it was just a gorgeous gorgeous like i didn't know fashion shows could look like that i was yeah. like should i be watching more of these probably not um but yeah so they chris calls kylie and she's like i miss you more than anyone in the world and Corey's like me second um <laughs> kylie does sound awful she sounds Horrible. terrible and then they're like well we're gonna go party for you, Kylie. This this buds for you. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. It was a great app. Yeah, oh. I'm very scared about the future episode. Yeah, I do feel like we're at the top of Tower of Terror <laughs> or Guardians of the Galaxy now. Where we just got to the top and we're just about to plummet off. Yeah. And- <laughs> But it won't be as exciting as the plummet. No, it won't be fun. It will be. Well, I don't like that ride. So that's why I thought about it. Um, <laughs> the stomach drop, I don't like. But um, but yeah, we'll see what they we'll bring us next week. We'll see what happens next. Um, it, 
But in the meantime, that's it. So you uh, will be finding us now on Mondays yeah, yeah, as you yeah. have with this episode. So we have a new episode for you every Monday. We will keep you posted on doing another Instagram live. Um, but please join us for that. It's a ton of fun. So in the meantime, we will continue covering up, keep covering up, keeping <laughs> up with the Kardashians season 18. Uh, we watch it on E. You can watch it on Hulu, wherever you find it. We release new episodes every Monday. Check out our website, Kardashianit.com. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. You can also email us at carditionit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Carditionit. Bye. Bye. Bye.